Who's seeing who up? Am I, I talking loud enough? I can we talk louder? Because uh, I can talk louder. Oh, we have headphones. No, Kathy, just we talk normal. Headphones. <laughs> just, just talk normal. Just. Oh, well, I'm sorry. No, well, I've ge- actually I'm not. Really. I have now over 129 episodes gauged your volume. Gauged. See, now you're trying to speak louder. I'm not. This you is how I normally. I talk. shouldn't have told you that I raised your. volume. I'm going to be speaking very loudly tonight. Now you're <laughs> just going to be like, I am here. Why always give me a man voice? Kathzilla. <laughs> That's your new yes, name. Yes, Jay. I don't know. I just felt... Jay, sit the fuck down. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. You're leaning over the mic like you either have to pee or that you want to say Why something. Why am I so mean to and Jay? We'll just to because Broadcasting live from industrial North Hollywood. Get it oh out. Get it out of your fucking system. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You guys ready to start a show? Yes. Ah, start a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, Please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and... uh, don't uh, 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 the table. Oh, 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 I don't want to see also. your orgasm face. Also sex. I am doing you in the butt. Perversion. We've gone off the rails already. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! I'm Kathy. I'm a... You're not a bis. I'm Uncle Creepy, coming to you live from North Hollywood. Jesus fucking Christ. Why? Why? I am Count Boogie, and we are already into, well into our mayhem and destruction of show 129. I blame you. You told him he could sit in the, in the guest I host I will chair. not do that I again. I called it. I called it. I will not. You call guest this host. You this get is it. how this fucking This is not lame. how it works. This is how lame and unprofessional our show is, that people oh, like me. literally walk in the door and pretend like it's a fucking car seat. And they're like, Dibs, I call Dibs, I'm co-host, I'm co-host. I just like his, like just random fucking homeless fuck on the street could just be like, Dibs, and you're like, fuck, now homeless guy's got to be on the fucking show. You call Dibs, I guess it's official. That's how Howard Stern does it, I'm sure. And it doesn't matter, because you let it happen. That's how all the, so I blame myself. I blame you too. Well, at least we all know that there is one person to blame. Yes. Oh my gosh! Uh, pubes are landing. No. Yes, pubes are la- pubes have landed, and uh, are on their way. Yes, they're here. They are here. The pubes made it through the TSA. That's right. And uh, she will nobody be bringing- was strip searched. Yes, no ways. That was uh, that would be. Why don't you tell the listeners what, what you're talking about? Because okay, it's don't get it twisted, right? Yes. I always mess up the vowels. Um, don't get it twisted is coming down. She's a listener. We've talked about some of her her blog posts, and she's on vacation out here. So of course we've asked her to stop by the podcast, have some fun with us. She had a picture of herself prior to leaving on her trip. She had grown her bush out. And she said, okay, so it was a challenge, whatever, so I grew it out, and now I'm cutting it off. It's going before my trip to L.A., and I'm like, oh, my God, you please, please save your pubes, mm. and we'll give it away to a perverted podcast listener. And there was much argument. <laughs> mm. I can imagine. Us. There was a little bit of a debate, <laughs> but apparently my narcissism, my sociopath, and, and my Machiavellianism 
Hey, uh, you did it. <laughs> uh, over over uh, one, and she's like, well, if I get if I get these things taken away from me on my flight over, I'm fucking killing you. And so we have a poetry contest, Poetry for Pubes. It's on our uh, Perverted Podcast FetLife page. Uh, and people have, and we have some good entries. Yes, I've read those. That pe- you good. write a poem to her pubes and that you want to own them. And whoever writes the best poem, we will mail you. Um, don't no, get it twisted. Let me tell you, I'm usually the poem. one who goes to the post office to yeah. mail out everything from buttons to plastic So you will feet. be no. yeah. mailing pubes. You will be going to the post office for that. Why, why is that? Nope. Why? What's in the package, sir? I know. Is it a um, CD? Is it hazardous material? <laughs> it's, it's in the uh, it's cheese. It's pubes. Uh, I'll say it too. P- it's just pubes. Pubic hair. It's just pubes. I don't think they'll let you send. And they'll be, why? What? What's not <laughs> no, to yeah. send? It's not I don't a biohazard. Send body parts. She's pretty yeah, clean gal. She's a pretty clean. <laughs> Show her gal. A picture. I'm sure she shampooed <laughs> and conditioned them before <laughs> she chopped them off. So anyway, she will be here next. She'll be here next week. Podcast. Because next week is also on that same exact day. It is Bunny's twenty first. Mm. Drunken Pirate Orbeez Day. Right. It will be it will be an amazing event. I have two hundred thousand Orbeez that I will be putting in an inflatable kitty swimming pool the night before. And so when she gets here, we will strip her down. Mew and I will strip her down. We will shove them in the pool of Orbeez. They will squee like loudly and uh and then I will put uh birthday shots in her and then let them flop around. Wait, what do you mean by in her? Uh, she's not going to go for the the twenty four. You see, that was Mew. That was mm. all Mew. Because, I mean, don't you think you're, it's your 21st birthday. Someone's going to buy you your first drink. I don't drink. I'm sober. But they're not alcoholics or anything, so fuck it. They can they can have a drink. Um, so, it's yeah, that's your special drink. You know, that's your first drink. You remember that. So, Mew allowed me on her 21st birthday to put her first legal drink up her ass. Because it's Mew. Because it's Mew. And so now, literally, when she's 50 years old and someone says, do you remember when you turned 20? Yeah, I let this old guy put a, put a vodka enema up my ass. <laughs> that was great. And Very here, warm. And here is his skull. Yes, and here is his skull. <laughs> I have kept it. Bunny, but on the not, other not hand. such... Uh, Bunny, I had to come up with another, another interesting uh, story for her to tell. Cool. About that, so that'll be uh, next week too. What else is going on? Uh, next Friday, this coming Friday, we Abyss is back in town. Oh, that's right! And They're doing we'll the blood play class. I got it, and we'll be teaching a blood play class at Domination. Yes, Boogie. Unger. Is yes, it, Boogie. Is it a wonderful day? It's a wonderful day, Boogie. Thank you, oh. Unger. Thank you so much. People were missing that. You know, people impersonate you now. Yes, they do. Mm. People actually impersonate oh, you. Yeah. Unger, are you doing the blood play class? I am bottoming for the blood play class. That will be bloody. There will be much blood. There will be a lot of blood. There will be. I will not be going. I'll oh, be in the on. kitchen. Come on. You'll be in the kitchen. Come on, creepy. Terrified. You've had so much fun when we no, watched these scenes. I was a little traumatized. That was a high level of blood. When she made Unger eat mm, the clot. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, you're going to make him hurl? She doesn't usually do that during the class because she doesn't want to freak out too many people. Yeah. <laughs> that is so awful. Creepy looks like, like he's going to hurl. That is somewhere. so awful. Yeah. Close your mouth, creepy. So anyway, that'll be going on. Uh, things are good. And I must, uh, uh, of course, announce the world's most amazing video was completed. No, I'm not talking about any other... 
super pop artist. I am talking about the Cotton Candy motherfucking video. Ooh, yes. Cotton Candy motherfucking Cone video. choreography. I saw it. The very Archer nice. and the Pump and Explode. I wrote both of those. Okay. Yeah, they mm. did. It's a very cool mm. it was, fun. It was fun. It, yes. it was a lot of fun. The video's up on uh, on YouTube. You can either go to our Zua page or the Perverted Podcast page on YouTube, and, and it both has them there, and it is a lot of fun. And then there's your turkey video. God fucking damn it. <laughs> Every year, the turkey video. I don't I'm have- going, What is that video? It's, 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 it's Boogie dominating a turkey. <laughs> and- I have a lot of friends actually more in the vanilla world that actually passes around on like Facebook and stuff every year. It was <laughs> my entrance. Yeah. It was my entrance into the lifestyle. Yeah. And it was the first video, the first BDSM sketch video. And for some reason, as dumb as that video was, it was the one yeah, that, made, the, that the communities yeah. like people came out to their families using this video yeah. because it shows how fucking well, obviously, if this fucking lame retard can be kinky it's not that serious you know <laughs> obviously it's not all violent and whatever yeah and so people would like show it to their families and go see oh it's very fun oh that's very fun oh, and then they talk about it and came out so it's been a great tool and every year people harass me about it and i'm like you know i've done other stuff why can't you just be happy yeah. about it you know, do these videos well, for people in the to chat, watch i'm putting that up i'm also putting the cotton candy video up mm-hmm. see that's that's new i'm, I'm a storyteller so i love the fact that my old stories and have an effect video, and, and, and the fat life video yes because that came up in a conversation friday night out in front <laughs> before the party yeah still still out there so i'm still glad does. for my old story but i'm a storyteller so i have new stories like i have new songs i have new stories we have new videos so I want to. I'm very excited about those things. Sure, it's wonderful that people are still, you know, have positive reactions to the old stuff. But I mean, maybe it's time for a, a this. Is why retelling. Robert Plant yeah. is not going to fucking reunionize anymore with Led Zeppelin, and I respect that. What is that? Where, where what are you? Is that even? What? How do you go from Robert a turkey Robert, video to Robert Plant? No, it's the same philosophy. Robert Plant, lead singer, fucking Led Zeppelin, greatest fucking band ever in the history of fucking bands. Next to Zua, sorry guys, I, you know it's just the facts. <laughs> All right, I was going to say he he will not. I mean, they've done a couple one-offs, you know, but he's like, I'm done. He does all this other music and and explores all these other things. And he's like, I don't want to be a fucking jukebox. I'm in my, you know, he's coming in his 70s and he doesn't want to be the jukebox and play all the old shit. And people fucking hate on him all the time. And it's like, I can respect that. It's like, hey, you did that. If you don't need the money, then explore new things explore your life well you, you know? and robert plant then can lay your That's ghost right. to rest yeah i mean i, t- I teach him things do you i do rob calls me up and i'm like hey rob how he you doing he's advice. like he's hey, yeah. all the time because sometimes you know he he's living? like they are offering <laughs> a lot of money and i go robert <laughs> god damn right. it motherfucker <laughs> look you just remember mm-hmm. when the levy breaks mm-hmm. got no place to stay Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. I don't know either. It's a fucking good jam. Okay. Achilles Last Stand. I fucking epic. You guys don't get any of this? Stairway to Heaven? I don't know. Okay, no. <laughs> no. No stairway? No. No, no. no stairway? No, no, no. <laughs> True Zepp flans are like, yeah, that's cute. I love no. Zepp Physical Flan. graffiti presence. Now those are the fucking oh albums. FedLife.com Bruises and bondage and pussies and dongs FedLife.com Consensual, safe, and sane-ish Now my pussy Ish What'd you say? I don't know I just <laughs> What did he say? All I heard from that jingle was pussy That's I heard my pussy <laughs> I said now my pussy 
I was gonna say, see, you ever say, you know, I'm like in a moment, and it I'm sounded fucking, good in your head. I'm hearing fucking <laughs> hot for nowhere Pine song or something. I'm hearing like eighty fucking great Led Zeppelin songs in my mm-hmm. head. And all of a sudden, I'm just like, it's my pussy, you know? I, like, I, I don't even know what I was going to say. Absolutely. Shut up. Let's move on. This is a good topic. 129 shows. We are pros. Mm, ish. This is, why we get, this is why we get the big bucks. This is why. Wait, you're getting big bucks? Where are my bucks? Patreon, baby. Patreon, baby. <laughs> shit, bitch. We up to like 50 bucks a month oh, and shit. shit. I'm going to go get me a new <laughs> ride. <laughs> Go. Really? Go wow. some Krista. Uh, Jay, put that money away. Put that asshole. cash away. Good God. Where so, yes, what are we talking us? about? Uh, we had a post by a silver doe called Phantom of the Opera Ruined Me as a Girl. Mm-hmm. I hear you, sister, ruined me too. And she says, I completely blame Gerard Butler and David Bowie for my interest in being doted on slash worship slash borderline stalked by older men. Mm. I'm sure other women had healthy interests growing up, but I could never figure out why the guy was into didn't get the girl. I've literally never seen a version of Phantom where I'd have picked Rowl. Dull, boring, and safe Rowl. No, thank you. I was probably set up for failure in vanilla relationships from this, if only because so many films from my childhood made the darker option more interesting. And don't even get me started on Severus Snape. I never stood a chance with normality. Does anyone else feel like this? Like they always would have picked the villain over the safe guy you were meant to root for? Hell yeah. <laughs> like, like <laughs> all, the, all three. All the women all in the room are clapping. Women are like clapping. <laughs> <sighs> hit a nerve. Hit a nerve. Silver dough hit a nerve. It is. It's, it, man. And what was amazing is Mew and I were just literally talking about the why women go for bad boys and why sometimes they confuse assholes for dominance or they don't think there's enough options. So they think to get the dominance that obviously an asshole is dominant and they don't understand the difference. And we were having all these different conversations about it. And then literally this was the one you picked. And I go, (laughs) hey, Mew, (laughs) looks like we got some shit to talk about. Why did chicks dig the bad boys? Is that how you talk to her? That's it. I fucking do it. And the whole time I'm just whacking my fucking cock <laughs> on her chin. Because this is what I do, baby. And she's like, ah, just love really, you. Really, Mew? Daddy. Just love you, Daddy. Oh. Shoot me in the face with that cannon. <laughs> Stop it. Touch my pussy. You know what? She's just ignoring. She's not even looking at you. She's on her phone. She's this is how I get away. Yeah. To it. You do realize she's deaf, right? <laughs> 129 wow, episodes. I didn't know. You realize that's how she does it. She's completely <laughs> deaf. She has no idea and she what doesn't I'm read saying. Your lips. I just smile. Like when you talk to fucking dogs or kids, as long as you smile, they don't get scared. That's what I do. I just say, yeah, I'm fucking you in the ass, right? Look, it's the look on her face. She's like, he loves me. <laughs> you didn't realize that? No. Stop it! Sign language really doesn't play out Can on, we on talk radio. About I the just, post. <laughs> you fucking know I that. Just <laughs> Touch my pussy. If it keeps on you raining, took something. you took your himbi, right? You're on your so himbi. Regretting calling dibs on this microphone. <laughs> See? See what you get yourself into? Now you got to converse with us. All right, you guys I, go I ahead and, and give your, your ideas about the whole bad boy thing. Creepy? Got any thoughts? Uh, I've always been an asshole, so I don't know. Asshole or dominant? No, not a dominant. You're just I, an I, asshole. I, I'm just an asshole. Yeah, I tried being a dominant, but it turns out I'm just an asshole. I'm a better top than dominant. I can see that. Yeah, scene scene based dominance, perfect. But just a constant twenty four seven, I'll fuck that up so bad. 
but I don't know. I think the the villain has kind of become the uh, the new hero. It's kind of a, a trend these days where the villain is the guy you root for just because. I mean, look at Loki from fucking all those Marvel films. He's a piece of shit, and all the girls are like, oh my god, Tom Hiddleston rubbed my pussy, and it's just like he's a piece of shit. He will use you and dump you, and it's still like you know, fuck it's it. It's hot. I guess maybe not everyone wants that commitment. Yeah, sure, but yeah. like it's not even a commitment. He's just going to use you. And, maybe and, and some not. people want to be used. Sure, sure, but I think that would be in a more negative way than in a positive. You know, hey, let's fuck and then never see each other again, sort of way. Sure. I don't know. If it was Loki, though, if it was Tom Hiddleston, I'm sure <laughs> any one of the three ladies in here, I will drop my pants for him. I would just so I could say he fucked me in the ass and then get the pussy that's related to that. <laughs> There'll be pussy related. Oh to that? sure! Like, like oh my the, god, that guy fucked Tom Hiddleston. I'm gonna suck his dick. <laughs> okay, I don't here you go. Now we know. Now we know where your bottom is. <laughs> now we just we know where you'll go. I always can turn a negative into a positive. <laughs> yes, yeah. I think he can go a lot further down. Than, that's not his bottom. Oh, I can go way down for you, <laughs> Kathy. Oh really? Oh. Oh. Stop it, both of you! You're freaking oh. me out, man. Oh, yeah. Well, so what did you and Mew have to say about this? Uh, there was a lot. I mean, I have had, you know, kind of, if you're an observant person throughout your life um, and you talk to a lot of people, you meet a lot of people, then you get sort of, you kind of gauge how other people view this this topic because it's a lot. And, and, and I've dated a lot of women. I've had a lot of lovers. I've had girlfriends. And I have heard endless stories about this. And so I'm like, well, I have my personal opinions about cavemen and, you know, the, the, the animal part of the brain and stuff like that. And then so I'm like, okay, before I go and ramble some bullshit, you know, that I think sounds clever, let's go on and, and do a little research. And so I actually, once again, two weeks in a row. Don't tell me you have notes. <laughs> I have notes. What? I, went on, I actually went online and, and said, I said, you know, why do girls, you know, seek the bad boys and, in psychology? And, of course, psychology today, um, that there was a study... Uh, by uh, Gregory Lewis Carter, University of Durham, uh, that they uh, contributed uh, this this study that that talks about why are women attracted to these kind of things, and they call it the dark triad. You know, why are women atta- attracted to the dark triad man? And the dark triad man has elements of narcissism, psychopathy, and Machiavellianism, yes. <laughs> which is very hard, um, and it's obviously. Um, a lot of the traits, like, I'll just explain some of their notes on uh, what narcissism, the hallmarks of narcissism include dominance, a sense of entitlement, and a grandiose self-view. Studies overwhelmingly show that narcissism is greater in men, even across cultures. And then psychopathy, psychopaths, um, have also been found to exhibit superficial charm, deceit, and sexually exploitive interpersonal stance. Uh, Mac... Machiavellianism. <laughs> Why couldn't they just call this Fred's personality? I don't fucking know. Because Jesus fucking, some fucking egomaniac something said this is my fucking name, and now no one's going to pronounce it. But that personality is comprised of duplicity and sincerity, extroversion, uh, the manipulative, coercive, and opportunistic ways of these individuals is also advantageous in short-term mating. So they did this study with with a lot of different women and they tried to make it as vague and open. They didn't talk about uh, socioeconomic backgrounds, how much money they made, how much, you know, what they did. Um, they just talked about these personalities and then they put obviously the controlled uh, personality that's very, you know, rational and caring and, 
and sweet, kind of the sweet personality. And they found that, yes, in fact, women do find the dark triad men more attractive, at least in the short term, whether or not they'll fuck them or marry them or whatever. But they are. There is an initial attraction to them. And some of that goes to the sexual challenge. Um, you know, this guy, because when you have the narcissism and like some of the aspects of psychopathy where they're just about themselves, it kind of creates a challenge mentally to some women. Oh, he doesn't really want me. Well, why doesn't he really want me? Well, I'll flirt a little bit harder and make him want me. And it becomes kind of that push and pull that goes with kind of the, you know, the bait and switch of, of the mating dance. And so I've always kind of seen that and. And I've seen that in my own. When I was a very sensitive, everything was just, oh, you know, I let me pet your hair. And, you know, a lot of women, especially women that want to be dominated, they don't want to be treated like a fucking China doll. And a lot of the control type of men where they're very sweet and gentle and loving um, all the time becomes just incredibly boring because there's no challenge there. And so... That's kind of where women are attracted to the villain because the villain represents this kind of gregarious, um, you I know, can change him sort yeah, of the, fucking thing. There's kind of an I can change him thing, but just villains tend to be more sexually exploring. You know, they're not going to just lay on top sure. of you and hump you and pet your hair and tell you how beautiful you are for, you know, for three hours. They're going to fucking, this is about me. I'm going to fucking throw you on your fucking hands and knees and fuck you. Maybe I'll let you fucking come. Maybe I won't. And that's, for a lot of women, that's very exciting. I would say that they're more open about. Look it. <laughs> and they all smiled. <laughs> but he's like, yeah. And, and it's not just about, uh, it's it's not just about submissive women on this. I've seen this happen with dominance. I had a mistress that had a toxic sub, and it would be the strangest thing. She'd constantly be trying to build a stable. We'd get in proximity, and this one guy, you know, it would always be, well, I finally kicked him out of the house. He's finally out of the house. So we'd start to come over, and this, you know, she'd have guests over, this, that, and the other. And he'd wind up sleeping on the couch or he'd wind up back in the house again. And it's like, what the hell is wrong with you? You know, he's, you know, he comes back in groveling, crying, this, that, and the other. And then he turns into a total asshole. And so guys are assholes whether on the top or the bottom is what you're saying. That's it. It can be. Yeah, absolutely. I think what, and this is what I've noticed and whatever grain of salt, it's our show. We can say our opinions. If you don't like them, please, (laughs) by all means, search the Googles. And find some of your own answers. But what I think I see is like kind of what Mew and I talked about before is the lifestyle isn't out there. Most people do not know that there is a lifestyle where people do have aggressive rough sex. They do kinky play. There is dominance. There is submission in that power exchange. Most people don't know about that, but a lot of people desire that type of play. Maybe it's their fantasy, you know, whatever they see, Fifty Shades of Grey or Story of O or whatever the fuck they see. They have that desire, but they don't know that there is a lifestyle that teaches people how to do it ethically. So they're looking for something, and their only real experience is the asshole. Because every asshole that I have heard about from my lovers, it's just a theme that has gone is, well, the sex was really hot. With this asshole. So they kind of figured like, well, 
I can go with this really sweet guy, but it's, you know, it was, I just wasn't inspired. I just wasn't inspired by that. So I think as BDSM and our lifestyle starts to get more and more out there, women are seeing, and men or whoever, are seeing that it's not an asshole that necessarily equates to that kind of excitement, that you can have that excitement and still have a relationship with somebody that actually thinks about you and your feelings and stuff like that, and then you can role play all of the all of the hot, sexy, right. naughty stuff. Bunny? Um, I think that a lot of times, too, um, like, I don't know if you any of you guys read fan fiction, but in a lot of the fandoms where people take <laughs> these, like, bad boy characters, like Loki or, like, Kylo Ren from Star Wars or Snape, they put them a lot of, like, fandoms are, like, super big now. Everything has right. a lot of, like, really big followings. And they put these characters in different stories, and then they all of a sudden, they're still, like, asshole characters. But then people give them these, like, nice secret background lives. And I feel like, so they kind of incorporate their own version of like, yeah, he's like an asshole in this hot way, but then also maybe they're like, he's nice, nice to me. Way. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Like exactly. you, yeah, you can be, that's absolutely. <laughs> so it, it kind of shows that maybe people want the rough play. Maybe they want that dominant aggressive energy, but they don't, obviously you don't want someone that's just going to abuse you unless obviously you have a lot of, you know, a lot of issues, but you, it's. I've seen so many where people are like, well, I got to deal. I've heard, I've heard multiple women that have been like, well, this is what I got to put up with. Cause obviously I'm, I'm something's wrong with me that I keep attracting these assholes, you know, right. but that's right. what I like. And or it's I'll like, always be alone and, and I'll always be alone. And it's like, no, there's actually a lifestyle where we actually talk about this stuff and you can have all of the dirty, naughty, rough affection and just like bunny was talking about you can have that fan fiction kind of fantasy you can have the bad boy or the bad girl and yet still be ethical and have a quality because you can't polish a fucking turd man no you can't always going to be a turd so the fantasy can be there but just make sure it's got some reality in it so good i liked it yes i like the thing we should check in with the chat room i'm sure he has something he's wait 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 oh jeez Show's getting weird, we need a new direction, so let's have them grasp the chat room a question. Hunger, 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 hunger. It's only headbanging over there. Slow for headbanging. Yeah, it is. Just too slow of a tempo to headbanging. That's true. Hunger. Yes, Boogie. I got, yeah, got a chat room question. Oh. What's going on in the chat room? Yeah, we would. Uh, oh, Jesus. Hunger. <laughs> 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 the, the chat just went off in a weird Stay. direction. <laughs> You're on the mic now. Turn your head away. Yes, yes, yes. I'm bringing up the list of things. Yes, we had an Ask the Chat question tonight. And what was the Ask the Question? We chart? went a little more sensual than normal. Not how crazy things have you done. So crazy. What crazy things have you done? But a little more sensual. And the question asked was, what have you passed to someone or had passed to you via a kiss? Oh, <laughs> Herpes? Herpes. Well, I Other than saliva? Herpes. Go down uh, herpes, maybe, mono, maybe French cat fries. Aids. French fries? Well, French fries is fine. Mm. Viv. So food was the first thing people started talking about, mm. especially Pocky. That was the very first thing. Oh, that yeah. Baggy of Coke, if the cops are there. Huh? What? Cyanide capsules. Pocky. Someone what? did say poison, but I doubt they actually did. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, alcohol was a 
popular one, Ew. common one. Where's, who said <laughs> semen? Who said yeah, semen? who said semen? Hey, honey. Oh no, no, that was that was brought up in the room a number of times by a few people. Semen, 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 and pussy juice were the two that a lot of people were like, yes, this, this, this. Okay, semen. Let's hear. We also had chocolate. Chocolate semen. Chocolate semen. And then I went down my list, which kind of made people question me. Well, gum and mints. Oh, that's the um, gum is half, half a piece of gum. Half a piece of gum, or I'm tired of chewing this. Will you? Yes. Ew. You this for you. Me. <laughs> what? No, that's Take my chew. Semen's fine, but gum. not gum. Gum is. Yeah, you can come in my mouth, but don't semen. fucking share gum with me. Half a. Well, yeah, you just put it in your mouth, and right then you 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 have a okay, half fine. of it with a kiss. It's cool, and and you both have gum that way when you only had one piece. That's See, fine. Yeah, I get it. But Bunker's already a chewed, man, Kathy. Fine, but already chewed gum is disgusting. Well, if it's only like a couple chews. Yeah. Uh, How no, many chews cool. does it take before Kathy cringes? That's, that's really the <laughs> looks like one. one. <laughs> uh, marshmallows. Sure. Chewed buddy. marshmallows. Yeah. That, that was just weird. Chew them, just was chew really them up weird. and just spit a wad of spit um, marshmallows in Kathy's mouth. What's this one? What? Uh, flowers, or a flower, I should say. What are you a fucking herbivore? What? the... <laughs> I was trying to be romantic, damn it. I won't do it anymore. <laughs> Here's your roses. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got one hungry flower. on the drive home. One off. flower. I ate you. You, show it, you. you walk up with a flower in your mouth and you kiss me and give it like to me. Like a flamenco way. dancer? Kind of. Here's your rose. Hunger is a flamenco dancer. He was dancing in the uh, main room earlier, right, Kathy? Wasn't I he? heard. It's like the reboot <laughs> of Rampage. <laughs> uh, I think we're done with this topic. Is there more? Um, yeah, there's more. Um, I've also passed uh, ash and smoke. Oh, yeah. Well, sure. of course you have. Yeah, I've gotten you're high you. off of another puff. Don't blow it in the vagina. No, don't do that. Don't but blow in someone else's mouth the so they can taste your cigars and why? Nice you're sharing. Huh? Explain why. If you blow air into the vagina... They can get an embolism That's and die, darling. Why are you talking they like that? Die. They can just die. Is it like butter? You blow smoke into a vagina. And oh, we've been talking about die. butter, too, in the chat. It can go butter. into the blood vessel. me. You can blow butter into the vagina, too. It's like you butter. Can you blow smoke up someone's ass? You, that you can do. <laughs> you actually can do that. Mm. I wouldn't do it. So it's not just a metaphor? It's no. I think it's action. Mm. I think, no, wait. Oh, fuck. There was some medical procedure in quack medicine days where I, they they did blow smoke up your ass, and uh, it was supposed to be medicinal for something, and I don't know what it's about. Because violent people wands. are not, huh? Because violent ones. Because violent ones, and fucking Lysol for douching. Yes. Women used to douche with Lysol oh, yeah. because some yeah. fuck said, this is probably good for your... Vi- I don't have to use it. And those belts with the motor attached to them. Oh, yeah, shake your fat loose. Yes. I had... Oh, there was one of those at my grandma's condom... Con- condom? My grandma's condom. You know, the one that I use after I fucked her. Mm-hmm. Um, Ew! What? Stop it! If you can't fuck your grandma, I mean, Jesus, fuck, Kathy. Oh, what? You need to stop so taking your So, just threw out a new one that we hadn't seen before. Pop Rocks. Oh, I heard pop rocks in the vagina were bad. No, not yeah. the vagina. Pass yeah. it might be a kiss. They're not exactly great in a blowjob either, let oh, me yeah, tell you. Yeah, they're all right. That was, uh, that was part of Mew's training on uh, how to give a blowjob. Was gagging on hated, cock No, she hated blowjobs, oh. and so it became like a joke, you know. And you know then, what's better? And then it Fun started, dip. huh? Fun dip is so much better. Fun dip? I oh, love yeah. fun dip. It's basically Ooh, just flavored dip. sugar. It's sugar. Yeah, yeah. You spray water on your dick, and you just dip it in the... 
the fun dip and it's then like go to the town. pixie stuff that comes out of the yeah, pixie. Okay. yeah I guess you yeah. get pixie sticks I don't know pop rocks seem to work pretty good wants to suck your dick and then she and then we wrapped the sour fruit roll ups the sour whatever sour licorice whatever thing and she strung them together and then wrapped them around all right huh well, this is weird. You will get to do this. Just said fruit roll up blowjobs are fun. Yeah. <laughs> Mew, can you please organize a uh, fruit roll up blowjob? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we we'll need to move on. Sleep. Sorry, we Blended. do. What are we doing? What is brownie bladder? Bl- I can't batter blowjobs. I told you I would. What? You know what? There, I read this. the list. Everyone, meditate now. Penis hurts. I did not read that one. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? Let's do perverted man. <laughs> okay, I, since I did we're play there. The jingle. Well, you played the jingle. How many times have I offered I to do a large print version for you? And you're all, I got my bifocals. I can read now, Kathy. We can also just edit. Kathy, and go you back. know, <laughs> I mean, it's tempo times we wasted. Don't edit. Oh. We hit the jingle. Right. Perverted mailbox. We've got an email from I a. Yet again, what else is fucking new? I don't know how to pronounce this. It's either Mix or Mike's. I don't know how to say it. But mm. he wrote to us and he said, if I've become a reverse pee-pee zombie apocalypse master. Isn't that the eclipse? No, what is it? Wait, does he unlisten to every episode? What is I started at episode 112 and worked my way backwards to number one. And I can't believe it took until episode one to work out what the fuck potato <laughs> mayhem was all about. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It was good to welcome Abyss back and then be introduced to Fee. But also, sadly, I couldn't work out when Unger disappeared. Pee has become a friend. He's, he's still here. <laughs> yeah. But not if you worked your way back. Oh, that's true. Back, that's true. That's right. You've been on since show 39. Show 40 was my first show, show actually running the chat. I was on maybe three or four shows before then in the background. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. That's the weirdness like that the, happens like when the, you go backwards. The, the one that we did in the main room. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I remember that. He says, PP has become a friend I can rely on, and now that I've caught up to your current episode, I can meet with you weekly instead of having crashed on your sofa for the past two years while binge listening. Well, welcome. I don't think we've ever had a reverse PP Zam. That's uh What do you call that? A maz. Technically, he has I'm glad you thought about episode. this. That's huh? it's that's he the limit of my to every episode. So, so you're still PP Zam. He's still a PP yeah, Zam. He's a reverse PP Zam. Okay. And, uh, hmm. Let me tell you, that's uh, some dedication. It's a lot of hours. That is a lot of hours to put into this. It's a lot of hours to hang out with us. <laughs> that is, I, I'm just gonna go on because it's it's gonna come off as insulting. Because it is. I, I'm grateful for our listeners, but and I'm like, yet I don't understand uh, why they do it. I mean, I have the same amazement when I look at my girls like fucking Mew three years. I'm me like, too. Really? Same here. What? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> really? How the fuck? He. <laughs> It's creepy feels that way too about you. <laughs> yeah. Well, alrighty. <laughs> that was I don't. That was, I don't have uh, the dungeon. I don't hate Boogie. I jingle, do you want to save it till next him. week? We can. No, we can do it. Dungeon etiquette. Dungeon etiquette. Don't be a douche. Don't be a douche. Dungeon etiquette. Look at your pussy from afar. The two of you. And now here's dungeon etiquette. All right. This is a topic that came out of our brainstorming session. I should talk about that more often because we get a lot of our ideas from that brain, that one brainstorming session in which a lot of our listeners came and really helped us out. Uh, so this one is Don't Interrupt Scenes, which sounds pretty sounds easy to figure out, right? Mm, and yet, kinda. newbies and seasoned folk alike succumb to this without even realizing what they're fucking doing. Mm-hmm. 
because it's the I think it's the energy of a play party. You get in there and you you really forget all your manners. There's somebody mm. standing there naked, being suspended, all kinds of fuckery going on and you get caught up in the moment and you forget that there's this invisible space around them that you're not supposed to interrupt. Absolutely. I think people also get very friendly when they see you having like because people like to jump into a conversation when they don't like they're in the kitchen and they're all like hanging out or at a party or whatever and then you kind of just wait for your chance to jump into the conversation and say hi I'm new here my name is Ron I, I make toilet washers you know whatever the fuck you know people do in their fucking yeah, he's a good guy things. he's a threshold yeah. member yeah. right now yeah, yeah. Ron. now Ron <laughs> toilet washer Ron but so people are very used to when they see you because you look around when you're playing and sometimes you know you're laughing you know, with the person you're playing with, and then you notice someone making eye contact, and the second they see that eye contact, they're like, that's my end to say, hi, I'm Ron, I make toilet washers, can I be a part of your scene? Is it okay if I come in and watch? Jerking off on your feet, is that good or bad? I just want to know, I'm Ron, I make toilet washers. And so, you have to just say, Ron... (laughs) Nice to meet you. Get the fuck out of my scene. But you're talking about a new person who doesn't know any better. I'm saying that everybody succumbs to this at some point. I mean, I've been there, and I think, oh, these are my friends. I can say whatever I want and find that I'm this close to saying hi or interrupting their scene without even realizing what the fuck I'm doing. And some people, like... Because your feet, just two feet away from them. Yeah. You just don't. Just don't. Just fucking Mm. don't do it. (laughs) I don't know, man. Sometimes it's just... You're just talking to somebody, and you're in the middle of somebody's placing, especially in the main room with Threshold, where you're just trying to have a conversation, even politely and quietly, and you're in the middle of someone's fucking scene. I mean, that's true. If you're in the main room and you're not in one of the smaller rooms, you can only expect so much quiet. Sure. And, you know, there's not, and there is, and and if you're talking about a house party, obviously, you know, it's much smaller. Yeah. Um, and maybe there's carpet, so the acoustics are a little better. So like. A, a room that doesn't have carpet, like threshold, a big room, everything carries, yeah. you know, because there's lots of walls to bounce that shit off of. So I think it's different in different places as far as the talking. But in general, there really needs everyone has kind of different rules. Like some parties are very interactive where people talk like you go to even certain threshold parties like Fet Noir uh, is a very talky and people are just used to, you know, kind of being much more social and yeah, a little bit louder. Yeah, same soap. It's soap, same thing. And it's, yeah, soap, absolutely. And uh, and so it's kind of like, where is that boundary? And I think that really comes down to the person hosting the party needs to, to do their best um, when they explain in, in their orientations or their how they meet people and stuff like that to say, hey, we keep our voices down. You don't walk into people's play scenes unless you're invited, and you don't ask to be fucking invited. That is not how the rule works, and a lot of people don't get it. They go, oh, I'm not supposed to walk in unless I'm invited. I'll go out. Is it okay if I come in and watch? <laughs> hmm. I'm waiting for you to give me, you fucking narcissist toilet washer cock fuck. No, you don't ask to fucking come into a play scene. Don't take this personally. Has it happened to you that often? Probably about a hundred times since I've been in the lifestyle. (laughs) Hey, is it cool if I just come in here and watch this cool Ron washers? (laughs) Who is this character? (laughs) He's a toilet (laughs) washer. I was in town. It was a conference. Oh, shit. (laughs) Going to Vegas. My washers. <laughs> okay, here's. Do you know the ones they make in Thailand? They actually put an extra gummy <laughs> surface that it actually creates a better seal. I'm Ron Washers. You want to buy a case? <laughs> Get I- the fuck out of my scene, Ron. <laughs> 
Don't walk. Don't approach. Just because people are smiling around you in the scene, and if they make eye contact with you, that is not an invitation to approach. That is not. Now, then we have people in scenes like fucking Anthony. Oh, An- yeah. Anthony literally just, he's in the middle of the place. He's like, hey, buggy. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? And I'm like, what the fuck are you yeah, doing? Yeah, he's got his hands up someone's ass. He's fucking A. fucking A. Did you taste the green tea? It's extra <laughs> lemon today. <laughs> Anthony. Does he really do that? Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll, he will say And some people do say hi, and that's okay. If somebody is calling out from their scene and making it known that they're okay with interaction, that's that's great. But if they don't reach out of their scene to you, do not reach in. Yeah. Words to live by. Do not interrupt Boogie because he will go all fucking ape shit on you. I, I mean, I'm polite about it. I'm just like, hey, you, you got to leave. You don't, you don't come in. And most of the time, what? You're waving? No, I was fisting they, somebody. Oh, I thought he <laughs> wanted to say something. He's waving. <laughs> He's, he's scared. People are scared here. Is that it? Yeah, Don't that's walk it. into the fucking Good. scenes. Hey, it sounds simple, and yet how often does it happen? Because there's directly interrupting, and then there's indirectly interrupting. You just have to be aware of yeah, the space leaning around in you. and and whatever. And not everyone, and a lot of people don't know this about a dungeon because it's really, uh, especially in like orientation. Carlos really makes it like these people are giving you a gift by letting you watch them. Oh, yeah. No, they're not. And they're, they're hey. not. They don't, yeah. most people don't want you to watch them. There are exhibitionists that love, Mew is a fucking, wants to be in the main room. Please put things up my ass and make me scream and squirt blood and terrify and amaze people. Yeah. She's an exhibitionist. It gets her hot. Um, most people aren't like that. Most people are in a dungeon or at a house party and they're playing because they can't do it at their house. Yeah. So they tolerate the public, and they tolerate the fact that people are around, but it doesn't mean that just because they're playing in public that they want that attention. So if you don't know who the exhibition it is and who is not, don't approach. Don't assume that everyone is there for your fucking... That's why we don't yeah. let people jerk off in the dungeon, because it is not about you. It is about the people's fucking play scenes. Ron. <laughs> I can tell this is either going to become a song, a jingle, or you're going to write a post about it. Ron no, is now a thing. fuck Ron. <laughs> I don't know who Ron is. Damn. Pussy. Okay. Yeah, Let's fuck that guy. Right. What are we doing? I don't know. I don't know. Am I sp- I'm afraid to press a button. Well, it's not my fault. Sometimes love <laughs> is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. I committed. <laughs> I committed. We're just going to do this right now. <laughs> Creepy's like that right, right now. now. Right now. <laughs> well, there's more notes. Oh, oh you have Jesus. more notes? Okay. Oh, that's right. This is a good one. Yeah, I actually All responded right. to this guy. <laughs> All right. Caleb wrote to us. This is pretty serious. Okay. He says, my wife and I are atheists now, but that came after a huge amount of damage we sustained over years of belief. I began to lose my beliefs over time, and at the same time, my beliefs about sexuality shifted. There's some fucking news. <laughs> <laughs> Big fucking surprise. Hey, I'm Christian and I love pussy. Oh, this shut up. I'm not listening to you. Christian pussy. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Caleb. We're moving on here. <laughs> Boring. We what? both have a... <laughs> <laughs> Available. <laughs> we both have explored kink and BDSM in the last year after our marriage nearly blowing up. 
And we are both in a much better place. But she still holds on to the idea that monogamy is the way for us, <gasps> which is odd because she claims to have desires for women. <gasps> this is a real clusterfuck. I would love to be in an open or swinging marriage, but I doubt she will ever be able to handle that. At least it feels that way. So I feel trapped. I want to experience life, but she might leave if I was to demand that I get to express my sexuality in ways I want. I know that this all starts with communication, but it is so fucking difficult to express these ideas when she gets clearly emotionally hurt by the idea of me wanting more than just her. Divorce. Any ideas? Divorce. You, sir, have a conundrum. (laughs) (laughs) Divorce, man. You got one life. Be happy. That is the short answer. That is the short answer. That is the short answer that, unfortunately, there's a lot of dynamic variables. Yeah. Uh, Kids. you want to stay married to her. Kids. Family, things like that. I respond to this guy because, I mean, this is something we hear a lot, you know, that people... And this really wasn't about atheism. I mean, congratulations on on ditching the fairy tale. But um, this really (laughs) is about um, having a choice uh, in your life and how strongly do you need to be yourself? Is is your fantasy about sexuality, is it just like a little fantasy um, or is this something that is a driving force in who you want to be as a person? Yeah. And those are the things, you know, I call it, to use a Christian term, count the cost. Yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, you have to, I mean, the things that I, I said to this guy, and, and, and I'll go more into this, there's, there's, there's some steps um, that I have gone through myself because I've gone through this. I've gone through this a few times in in relationships where I had to leave the relationship because who I wanted to be was far stronger than the relationship. Sure. Because what happens if if this is if it's just something like, "Oh, you know, I have a fantasy about this and he or she doesn't want to do it." Well, then you can balance out and say, "Well, this is an incredible relationship." I mean, I have things in my relationships with Mew and Bunny that either of them don't want to do or both of them don't want to do. And it's like, all right, it's not that big of a fucking deal. Um, but when you're in a situation where it's monogamous, that can that can really be a trauma. Hmm. And you really have to decide, is this something that's going to make me unhappy not being able to act on this? Because every guy, we all want to fucking fuck 800 people. Yeah, but that's, that, that's a lot involved. But I can barely get past two sometimes, so... But it, it really comes down to making that choice. Is this, I have to count the cost. You know, you have this one, this relationship on one hand mm. that, you know, obviously there's something to it. He wouldn't have this struggle if, if he didn't have some value in this marriage. If he didn't have some investment and some value in this marriage, he wouldn't be having this conflict. He'd just go, fuck it, I'm leaving. Yeah. But he does have a conflict, and that's really what you have to do. But my experience is with me, and I am not the only archetype that exists. There are lots of different people that have different points of view and how they their brain works. But for me, I can't survive and not be who I am or who I'm trying to be or follow my truth. And for me, my truth is non-monogamy and sex-positive kink. And that's who I am. And every time I have tried to be monogamous... Um, it has ended in misery. To be in, someone you're not. To be someone I'm not. I'm not that person. So I had to get out of those relationships, and I stayed in way past the due date um, because I was trying to make the work because the person was exceptional. I've had very few people 
that I've dated that weren't exceptional people. It was just these were some conflicts that we had that I just I can't do. I can't do and still be a happy person. Right. But I happen to think that there is a connection between the atheism and her belief in monogamy because the part of what the post uh, the question, the email that we got uh, that I didn't read was that he said she believes she has a set of morals in which she believes that monogamy is the right way to go. And I think that mm. that's just from her upbringing as yeah. a Catholic. because my, that's, my wife was that way, yeah. It's ingrained in you. It's hard to get rid of. If you're a human being who was able to get rid of the beliefs in an imaginary super being, you can use those same tools to disassemble your set of belief, which is what morals uh, are, what your morality is, a set of beliefs, and figure out what's going on in there. It is not as simple as, well, that's just what I think, and that's all there is to it. Because he says she breaks down, she can't even discuss it, because this is something that's emotionally hurting her. Sure. So there's more to be explored there, is what I'm saying. This, sure. is, this is not 2P. And, and let's also, let's not, I, listen, when I read this, I got really pissed off, because I thought, <laughs> you're getting to... I, I was thinking about her. You're getting emotional. This is absolutely ridiculous. You are a grown woman who was able to move away from Catholicism to atheism, and you can't even discuss uh, polyamory or opening up your marriage without dissolving into tears. And then I realized, you know, it, it is has been a year since they did this. You got to give it some time because yeah, I a was, lot of time for a deconversion. <laughs> exactly, and right now you're. It, I can't. I, I obviously can't say to their experience, but I had to go through something similar. I wasn't religious, but I was uh, what I called deeply spiritual, and I was very troubled to he- find out from myself that my spiritual beliefs were as dogmatic as any religion. And so, to let the first year after I got rid of all that. Uh, I was on a high thinking, oh, thank God, I've finally gotten rid of this shit. I bl- now I've got real answers in front of me. And then after that, my enthusiasm tanked because then reality sets in and you have to start to learn how to live a life without these wonderfully comforting ideas that you have had your entire life. And your, your my entire life at least turned around. So when I realized that it's only been a year since the, their deconversion I thought, you know, cut her some slack, cut yourself some slack, and realize that the communication maybe hasn't hit its peak yet. But if you, if and I'm talking to her, if you are somebody, because they're both listeners, and I hope they still are after this, because I don't want to come off like an asshole. But if you're somebody who's going to dig in your heels and say, absolutely not, I'm not going to discuss this, that's the way it is, I feel for you, because this is not going to go well. And it's a hard fucking thing to do. It is, I get it. It is so hard to confront something that makes you feel like crap. The thought of somebody you love wanting to be with another woman. So I know that what I'm asking is not an easy thing to do by a long shot. But you got to fucking do it because you started on this path in which you're starting to look at the, your sets of beliefs. You're no longer just going to take them because someone else says that's the way to find a therapist. Absolutely. Because even if if after all of this, I, then I have a tremendous amount of respect for somebody who really delves in, goes within, looks at the hard questions, 
tries their hardest and then comes out the other end and says, look, I gave it my best, but it's not fucking working. I'm monogamous. We got a problem. Yeah, because it's not necessarily just because of your moral upbringing that you seek monogamy. You know, there there can be other issues. Exactly. And it doesn't always mean that they're negative things. It doesn't mean that it's negative programming because you are, you know, monogamous. Monogamy is not a character defect. There are some people who just gravitate towards a solo relationship and there's nothing wrong with that right the things that you said are absolutely do for some people play into effect that they have that old program but i don't want to have it just be like one-sided like because there are monogamous people we have them in our lifestyle and they are set in their relationship and they have had a healthy relationship for 5 10 20 30 40 years and that's that's how they are and if he is in a relationship with somebody who is monogamous because they're just fucking monogamous then that's going to th- there's no amount of rational thinking or whatever that you're going to do you're going to try right. to you know try to do that yeah jay do you think there's a possibility of a- abandonment issues there too or uh like I, I, th- I mean that's that's part. obviously when you start getting into the reason of jealousy that the reason they don't want it is jealousy and you know and not being and being less than and abandoned and Obviously, all those things come into play when it's the negative aspects. Yeah, that's of where what, I kind yeah. of blow up. Uh, sure. I was in a relationship, and she knew I was kinky. She knew I wasn't monogamous back then. And and the thing was, was that just any hint, it was like I'm like, what the heck is wrong here? And she actually threw me out of the apartment, and I and then begged me to come back, and I couldn't wrap my head around it. And someone was like, she's got abandonment issues. Yeah. Rick and Morty. It's all about Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Rick Rick and Morty. Morty. Again, I don't understand. Well, the the daughter is lets Rick live there and, you know, take her kid Morty on all these adventures because she's afraid to be abandoned because he wasn't there for her when she was a child. He created this incredible uh, virtual world for her and she, you know, played in there. It was good. It's good stuff. Rick and Morty. I got to start watching this thing. It's fun. Okay. It's a little fun. Do drugs. While yeah. you watch it, do jokes. <clears throat> you don't have to. You should. You don't have to. I've got like Are an we helping angel somebody? and a devil Sorry. on my shoulder Are here. <laughs> Are we helping? Well, you know, this is this is tough. I'm not. I I totally agree with you, Boogie. One hundred percent is what I was saying. You you don't know. He might change his mind and realize, hey, I'm not Polly, and after all, yeah, I don't yeah, want an open marriage. She this. might change her mind. Maybe we'll but just all do some of that comes after comes after a, a bunch of communication and hard questions. And I got to say, you're in for a, a tough couple of years where you're going to be exploring a lot and looking at things that make you fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's unfortunately what's going to happen when you have the conversation. I mean, no matter what you're going to have to have the conversation and this is what I, I said to him even though it may make her cry or uncomfortable you can't not have this conversation that's why right. i say a therapist a therapist can be a neutral party i mean you can't you. yes some therapists are, are shit i'm not a straight to therapist i therapist should be something that once communication breaks down go to therapy it sounds like but, it's broken but down. but well no yeah. they just he's haven't he's down. just they just haven't had the, these communications yet i would say well she talk, cries every time she brings he brings it up she cries yeah so that's, that's uh, breakdown in communication if i if i see it i think they should uh, keep talking i think they should both i i, mm, I, I, I just hate, do both. i just hate therapists yeah. sure, i get it well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i just fucking hate therapists it's like a last resort like surgery okay. for some yeah I take support. It I'm big on support. Your experience with therapists isn't bad. Oh, I fucking hate therapists. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's why. Wow. I'm not, that's why I'm always. That's why I'm not so eager just to be because a lot of people do that. Okay, 
I, maybe I'm a little hard on therapists, especially fucking psychiatrists, fucking legal drug dealers, fuck people up, turn them into zombies. Yeah. But um, I don't like consistently because a lot of people are like, you need to go to therapy. You need to go to therapy. And there's a lot of really shitty therapists out there that will actually fuck you up worse because you think this is the person that's supposed to have the answers. And if they are not a quality therapist that can help you unpack that box and see yourself and draw you to discover about yourself, that can actually create more damage. I know people, I've had therapists that said fucked up shit to me based on their own insecurities and stuff. So I am always going to be an advocate for do your best to communicate with your partner. First, take time. Listen to them. Instead of saying, well, bitch, I want to go fuck a bunch of other people, start out with what what about this conversation makes you feel uncomfortable? Can you tell me that? And then listen to her. Then listen to what she says, and don't you don't have to say anything. Just hear what she has to say about her feelings, and let those be valid when you talk about it. Before you start talking about the thing you want to do, just try to get into those feelings first. And then, of course, sure, find a therapist, but for the, the love of the God that doesn't exist in Rick and Morty land with toilet plungers and washers, please vet your therapist. And how you do that, I don't even know. But I would like to say, (laughs) I would like to say that we're talking mostly about her. But it's got to suck to be Caleb and have this newfound enthusiasm. You want to get out there and do it, and you fucking can't. How about role play? In the meantime. Role what, play is, is she, good. Is she into role play? Can she put on a wig or put on something or pretend to be something? Or you guys just go pick each other up in a in a bar or a coffee house and pretend you don't know each other? Or do teacher-student role play or any of the other things? There are a lot of different things that you can do as a monogamous couple and still maybe get a little bit of that vibe that you're at least doing while you're trying to work through this stuff. Yeah. There's a, there's There are a lot of options. Yes. A lot of options, god damn it. <laughs> is there anything else? Oh my god, is that it? What? What? Perverted mailbox. No, we already did that. Thank you, Jay. We did perverted mailbox. Out of order. 20 minutes ago. Out of order. 20 minutes ago. 20. 20. So you know what that means? What? We just end the show. And that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org. Find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everybody in the Love Lab tonight, especially to Unger and everybody in the chat room. Thank you to Jay from FetishArtist.net, who just gave us a bunch of kinky Christmas cards with his artistry on it that we're going to find a way to give to our... Maybe we'll include that with the pubes. I like it. Or maybe the second the runner-up. Maybe, oh, runner yeah. maybe we'll split it between the runner-up like and that. them and pubes and a button. That's How many Jay from FetishArtist.net, ladies and gentlemen. And thank you, Creepy, for volunteering to sit in the guest oh, host yeah. chair. Woo! Who called All it? ladies. I called dibs. Look me up on FetLife. It is. Thank you, everybody. To Mew, to Bunny, to I don't even know these two lovely people behind me. That's a girl, that's a guy. That's it. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And I guess uh, show 130 next week, this song we are going to leave you with is just a really odd song off, uh, I don't know, some fucking comedy album I did. This song is called Codependent. and we will. uh, You've heard this song? Yeah, I think we sang it. 
you were you on it? No, we sang it. In the oh, we sang. Yes. Oh, we yeah. sang. Yeah, okay, that was a long, long time it ago. Was. Well, here's the actual recorded version, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Joy, oh lucky me, you've come back to be my friend, even though this is like the 30th time you fucked me up again. Your fangs are nicely sharpened to suck the goodness from my soul. But I grew big balls and I'm taking a stand cause your shit is getting old. Do I have bits written on my forehead? Well it's time that I rub it off. Your apologies are useless, cause they never take on any fault. I've prioritized my own self-worth, and guess what, babe? You're gone. So I wish you love, now go in peace, and on the way out, please fuck off. see you look totally confused. Aw, let me explain. You're a sociopathic drama farm cunt face prick and a little vain. No longer will I be the saintly martyr who will love you no matter what. I've retired from the need to fix you because you're a useless silly twat. I'm gonna need a mouthwash enema from all the smoke that you're blowing up my ass. You tell me how fucking wonderful I am And then you talk shit to all my friends? I was your codependent gift bag Well, now I'm closing shop So I wish you love, now go in peace And on the way out, please fuck off Wah, wah, wah You cry fake tears Wah, wah, wah You're the guilt trip guru Wah, wah, wah Your powers were strong now I have better kung fu. I forgive you and let it go so you don't waste space in my head. But I'd probably laugh my ass off if I found out you were dead. Maybe one day you really will change. Well, whoop de fucking do can change your own damn diapers now cause I'm totally over you wait for it fuck off 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 I'm not codependent fuck off fuck off fuck off find a big dog and suck it off fuck off I'm not codependent.